going to talk about gardening. Yeah. Okay, go for it. So my mom tells me mm-hmm. that somebody upstairs was trying to kill me. And I was like, what? She's like, well, not that bad. And I was like, okay. There's a cigarette that was put out either on the 19th or 20th floor. Mm-hmm. And it landed on a jacket that I have it on the balcony. Mm-hmm. And burnt a really big hole into it. And the cigarette got stuck into it. Oh, my gosh. So that mom is freaked out so when i leave here my goal is to go upstairs and <laughs> take everything off the balcony because oh, okay i was like oh what does this have to do with gardening that makes sense i told you the source taught me to bridge from anything <laughs> so so speaking of so, burning sp- jackets. so speaking of burning my apartment down you see this leads <laughs> to gardening because if i don't have a balcony i can't garden <laughs> so this is my problem i'm a lazy and I need things to be clear in order to build a plan. I need mm-hmm. things. I need to be able to visually see things to make a plan. Yeah. I can't plan my garden because my balcony is full of junk. Yeah. And now God's will is telling me to clear the balcony <laughs> or nature will clear it itself. <laughs> God is will. It's God's will to clear off my balcony for me. Yeah. Either I clear it off or it disintegrates. <laughs> disintegrates whatever so um i started i bought three plants the other day at walmart and i had a lot more but i put them back because my problem is i overbuy them yeah and then i waste the money i think that happened last year and the year before (laughs) and the year before and the year before that maybe maybe so i bought tree plants and i'm going to take my time and reset those Mm -hmm. and the lavender one's actually for the bedroom because i found out that lavender plants make you sleep better supposedly supposedly yeah supposedly so the lavender one's for inside and then the cilantro one is for in the kitchen right now because i'm i'm gonna go like stick the lavender plant in luna's shirt right now (laughs) like take it and sleep. (laughs) sleep please um, the cilantro I'll keep in the kitchen for now because I plan on using it. Disgusting. And then the lettuce I will plant outside. Yeah. And then, so my want, I have nothing to do tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, do I have Luna tomorrow? You don't. Okay. I have nothing to do tomorrow. <laughs> so I'm going to hopefully get everything cleared out tonight while mom is upstairs with Araya. Clear off my balcony. And then tomorrow is officially plant. Get plants ready day. Awesome. So that's what I'm doing for my urban garden. You've done a lot more. I can smell them from behind. (laughs) Okay. So I wanted to go like how you said like with your like past fails on your garden. I too had past fails on my garden's attempts. Yeah. So in the last few years, we like try. I've tried to do both. I've tried to do like flower gardens Mm -hmm. and uh, veggie gardens. Um, my vegetable garden, I realized like the first year I tried, I was just too impatient. I grew beans and then like six of them sprouted and I was like, awesome, this is going so good. And then I ate them all in one sitting and was like, okay, screw this, I'm done. This mm-hmm. <laughs> is too much effort. Yeah. Um, and then last year, the year before, we just forgot to water our flowers and they dried up like to a crisp. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this year trying definitely um, to do it more efficiently so we what i really wanted to do and what we both want to do is like we want to show the girls that like how to do gardening because Mm -hmm. like 
it's so like the world is so technology dependent now that I but I don't want that it to be like that. It's also healthier mm-hmm. and uh, there's going to be no E. coli in our lettuce, which is like, that's something to look forward that's to. Something to look forward to. Um, it'll save money. Um, it promotes our sustainability efforts that we have been trying mm-hmm. to do. And, uh, you know, gets might bring in some bees, some butterflies, and it looks pretty. Yep. So I, like you, got stuff at Walmart, and then uh, we got more. <laughs> um, I don't know. I might actually go back tonight. Yeah, we have. I have it written down what we have. So for flowers, we got marigolds, petunias, geraniums, some spider plant. Um, oh, that, that one's awesome. That one will grow really, really big. Okay. Mom cool. has a bunch of those. Um, something called fuchsias, something mm-hmm. like that. They're really pretty. Um, and then a random pack of seeds from the dollar store. Uh, the girls ripped up the thing, so I lost it, but they were blue. So we'll see if they grow. Um, and then veggies, uh, we have lettuce, bell peppers, hot peppers. Uh, we got lavender as well. Yellow beans, radishes, which aren't planted yet. Um, and Damn. strawberries. Yeah, so yesterday with the girls, I had both of them while my other two spouses were working. <laughs> and uh, the Thanks, girls babe. and I <laughs> planted yellow beans and those random blue flowers. Um, they did not like touching the dirt. Mm-mm. They didn't enjoy it at all. They both said, ew, and then like looked at me like I was crazy. The thing that kills me is that I grew up in the dirt. Yeah. I grew up in the dirt, in the Same. ocean, in the bog. the ocean, but the dirt. <laughs> Very much in the dirt. And like I loved that when I was growing up, and that's what I really want to infiltrate into Araya and, yeah. and show her that part of my childhood through gardening yeah yeah she did not enjoy it she yucky but Mm -hmm. i did get a video of it um of them putting the seeds into the planter so they really enjoyed putting the seeds in they really like i said hated touching the dirt wouldn't even watching me put the dirt in with my hands because i ain't ain't no bitch Mm -hmm. um they they were both like shuddering and cringing Mm -hmm. like at the fact that i was touching dirt with my hands like come on so anyways, uh, with Araya, it could be that if she gets into it at daycare, they could scold her for it. Maybe. And then. Yeah, maybe. And if Luna doesn't see Araya, like jump into it. Yeah, that's true. So moving forward, the more that they see us do it, they're going to get into the habit of it. Exactly. And, and my, OK, so my main goal for um, <clears throat> for doing all of my gardening is that I am going to. It's my goal to really detach from my phone. Yeah. Uh, Like, I want to substantially detach from it. And I think that gardening, like, I've been using books as an alternative. Mm -hmm. But I think gardening is a good alternative. Like, in the morning when I get up and I go outside, smoke a joint, have a coffee, I can tend to my flowers. You know, I can go sit down and, you know, deal with, like, I find that anything that makes me be hands on. Mm-hmm. And you know the day that you plant the seed is not the day that you get the reward. It's yeah. when you harvest. So there's a lot with gardening that teaches you about patience. And yeah, which will be big for the girls. Yeah, to <laughs> know that like okay, this is what it starts at. But wait, wait until you see one pepper. Wait till you see yeah. two peppers. Exactly. You know, it's that reward and gratification, and like that's the type of gratification I want her and myself. Yeah. To attain to have. Versus instant gratification off of Instagram. Yeah, exactly. So that's, and there's nothing that compares to like 
a good harvest and when we can bottle a bunch of stuff make a bunch of salsa and you know Mm -hmm. we can do a lot of really good salads as the summer progresses right so exactly you know um a couple uh something else that i thought of because i know a couple years ago when they first started doing it it kind of it, they kind of missed the mark on it. So I'm not sure about this year, but the seed packets that you can order for the bees. Yes. Um, Cheerios does it. I also got a packet um, when I ordered uh, some cloth diapers from a company called Lagoon Baby. Um, they send seed packets and it's like good for bees, which obviously is a huge deal. Um, but a few years ago, Cheerios got into some hot water because they just sent like random wildflower seeds, but because they weren't specifying them to the specific areas in the country, mm-hmm. it was uh, it missed the mark because it was like flowers that were not maybe native to a certain area, and it would actually wreck the ecosystem as opposed to help it, which was their plan. So, what uh, what do you think of that? Do you? Because um, I, I know we ordered them again this year. And I've already gotten mine. Okay. And I have them upstairs somewhere. I should have found them. And um, I I never planted mine last year. Yeah. So that was where I, I really messed up on doing any of my gardening last mm-hmm. year. But I think if that was the issue, then this time around, then hopefully it is better formula, like formatted for yeah. where it's they they know it's going to be planted. Right? Yeah, I actually looked it up ahead of time and before this before we started recording, and I couldn't find any information about it. So hopefully that means that they actually fixed their I'll, issue. I'll read the paper and the, the information that came along with it, and I will duly noted on our <laughs> on our instagram okay i was wondering cool uh i i whenever we get ours because mark ordered like a million of them um i think we should park or the plant them like down by the parks and stuff like that i think so too yeah i think that'll work wonderful we can plant <laughs> them down by like well i'm i go by right. walnut every single day so yeah yeah you know i go by all these streets every day i could always make sure that they're watered Perfect. So um, I have a couple tips from our, like, from what we have learned along the way um, Mm -hmm. for urban gardeners, because obviously when you don't have a home or sorry, you don't have a house, it's much harder to get the space to garden. So uh, I put a couple tips that I think might be useful if you are also in an apartment and don't have the space. So what you should do is do actually utilize what space you have effectively. So Amber was saying it's uh, that we do it on our balconies. So yes, um, we are both south facing. So we never really get like a, we don't get like the morning sun or the evening sun. We get like midday sun. So we get like the peak sun, which is really good for for the plants and uh, the vegetables that we're trying to grow. So utilize whatever space you have. If it's just a small little area on a balcony or if you have a whole backyard, go crazy. Or even if you just have a windowsill. Windowsill, that's what I have right now. So uh, I'll post a picture. But I have all of our plants and everything lined up on the windowsill because it is still kind of getting cold. Usually May 2-4 is when like the last frost happens. Mm -hmm. But like... Who knows? It's yeah. <laughs> this this year is insanity. I want to get all of our stuff ready so that they're ready to go outside. At least whenever. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, then I have be realistic because obviously if you get way ahead of yourself, like you were saying, Amber, mm-hmm. like it's really easy to get demotivated if you're thinking like, I'm going to plant like acres. I'm going to plant... 
I'm gonna plant a tree and I'm gonna plant uh, I'm gonna plant corn and then be like oh crap I forgot corn grows in fields so like um like pumpkin stuff that grows down probably not going to be a great option for you so Mm -hmm. like (laughs) um go with like stuff that might be a little bit easier to grow and isn't so reliant on like if you know that you're not getting a lot of sun don't get something that requires constant sun Mm -hmm. right um make a part of your routine so you were saying you already touched on that um you can also check for or even start a community garden in your in your area Um, there's a lot in hamilton there, there is a lot in hamilton i think they're they might be getting one in our building's backyard. Or I, somebody has died and or they're burying someone. <laughs> one or the other. You we'll, never know. We'll keep you posted whether it's fresh mm-hmm. produce or a funeral. Yeah, we'll let you know. Um, and the only other thing that I wanted to point out, because this is what we're going to be doing, is try and use plastic containers that you already have that you might not be using for anything else. So instead of going out and buying more plastic and more plastic like pots and stuff, we're using a lot of the plastic totes that we have that maybe have a crack in them or we're not going to be using for anything else we used to use a re- like one for our recycling we're now using we're going to be using that to plant our stuff so like instead of just throwing out plastic and buying more plastic mm-hmm. just use whatever you have lying around to plant the things that's going to save oh, you money as well speaking of so i spot you things today side note i'll i'll get them for you after okay <laughs> uh, containers oh yay yeah. snack, uh, snack containers oh lovely yeah thank you um any other uh, hot uh, tips for urban gardeners out there uh if you're <clears throat> like me where you can be a little bit um taken aback by seeds and maybe mm-hmm. real impatient for seeds yeah get the ones that are already preceded like yes i bought lettuce that's already started yeah so seeing that it's this little bushel of lettuce i'm not gonna let it die yeah i want to make it grow and flourish so that right. helps um i bought chives they're already started mm-hmm. you know same thing it's easier to maintain it when it's already been started if you're a little bit like me and you're a little bit lazy or yeah. you get demotivated early yeah that's a good point so like it's a couple of dollars extra but it's already started for you to maintain and just keep going so that's awesome yeah and other than that um again yeah be realistic don't uh, my issue when i was at walmart i wanted to buy everything but i have to know like what is going to be best for me i love cilantro so i really Mm -hmm. want to put my all into like a cilantro plant yeah exactly Um, that was with us like what do we spend the most money on exactly and peppers (laughs) like exactly so if we can make a bunch of peppers and we can pickle a bunch of peppers yeah our harvest we're saving ourselves so much money in the long run um, and then like the I bought a lavender plant that's for inside because I want to be able to try to sleep a little yep. bit better see if that does help I've been reading a lot of books on herbology and I just think it's important to add it into our life so in, this year in gardening I'm not focusing on a lot of vegetables where I have years yeah. before it's more herbs Herb. for me awesome yeah. all right well we'll update you all on our garden adventure as it progresses and you let us know if you are growing anything this lovely spring slash summer warm Pot months included <laughs> yeah absolutely because that's legal now yes. um yeah hashtag neighbor gardens <laughs> <laughs>
R.I.P. <laughs> All right. The media. Okay. The media. And social media. Yes. And like I've said this and I'm probably going to say it a million times and everyone's going to hate me, but I hate the media and social media. I'm, it's just I'm not good at it. And then I, I get annoyed when people spread the wrong information. So before we get really serious. Here, yes. Did you just lick the sprinkles off of that cupcake? I did. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, just um, I was clear. work. I'm working slowly on it. Each segment, I'll take a little more of okay, the cupcake. I was just clear. It's how I reward myself. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the Sorry. Me- but the media does suck because there's a lot of clickbait and there's a lot yeah. of uh, fake information and, and people, people don't yeah. fact search and people don't cite. No, and especially like I've always said to like the outrage factor. It's always people always have to be outraged by something and they mm-hmm. jump from one outrage to the next. And um, obviously there's a lot of outrageous stuff happening in the world right now. It's mind blowing. It's terrible. It's all like all of these things that happen. I keep saying like that's never going to happen. And then it does. So I need to stop saying that's never going to happen. But right now, obviously the big one, and I'm sure everybody knows what's about to be talked about. So just prepare yourselves for angry feminist speech. Um, the, I have it written in my notes as heartbeat bills and abortion craziness, because that's literally what it is. So basically what I have a lot of liberal people on my Facebook, which I'm really happy about because I did recently get rid of all of the conservatives who were just driving me crazy. And, um, basically (laughs) it's all liberal people and they're sharing their outrage, which is great, but they're sharing a lot of fake outrage and their outrage on a bunch of information that's not true and not factual. So I got a lot of facts for you and I'm going to hit you with them. And I'm going to preface it by saying that I'm 150% pro-choice and I'm against the heartbeat bills and all of this crazy shit. But I'm going to tell you that the reason why you're upset about it is probably not actually true. Okay, so first of all, these bills are not implemented yet. They are not being, abortion is still fully legal in every state. That being said, in it, it, the idea of them, so they've been put forward, they've been put towards the legislature. They are not, however, in law yet. So that's not a thing yet. Basically, the point of the bill as well is is to overturn the 1973 Supreme Court decision of Roe v. Wade, which is what actually made abortion legal in the U.S. Mm-hmm. So this, they can't just automatically say like abortion's illegal in the state of Alabama, abortion's illegal in Georgia. That's not possible because of the Supreme Court decision. But what they do, and this has been going on forever since Roe v. Wade was passed, is they do things to chip away and chip away and make it more difficult for people to obtain abortions. So basically like they do things like you need to be able to pass two gurneys side by side in a, in a hallway in order to have an abortion in this area. Well then that closes down a bunch of clinics and you need to have a mandatory 48 hour waiting period in order to have an abortion. Well then that, takes away from the people who are driving from out of town or whatnot. So basically these heartbeat bills are just additional ways to chip away at Roe v. Wade and make it more difficult. And for those, sorry, I haven't said it, but for those who maybe are like not paying attention or, or don't know what's going on, the heartbeat bill is basically saying that once a heartbeat can be detected, an abortion cannot be obtained. So that's starting at about six weeks. Which is super early. We both found out about 
our pregnancy is very early, uh, four weeks, which is like insanely, insanely early. Most people don't find out until much later than that because your missed period is about four weeks. So if it wasn't for our crazy detections of our own body, we would have no idea for at least like six weeks, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So continuing on with all of my stuff... The point of the bills, unlike what the media is spreading, is it's aimed at the medical professionals. It's not in any way aimed at the women who are obtaining abortions. It's not saying that, like, you're getting an abortion, you're going to jail. That's not what it is at all. It's actually aimed at the medical professionals. So saying, like, if you perform an abortion of somebody who is 10 weeks along, of someone who is 15 weeks along, you are criminally liable. So it's the medical professionals who have the ability to lose their licenses and face jail time. It's not the actual women that are seeking the abortion. That would be something that would be in an overturned Roe v. Wade situation. So that is something that's not going to happen. They're not going around throwing women who ask for abortion in jail that's not what it's going on which is I'm seeing a lot of that in the news oh I'm gonna go to jail if I have an abortion no that's not it at all the next thing that I wanted to point out is the uh, Georgia bill seems to be getting a lot of attention because people are saying that if a woman has a miscarriage they're get, they're going to get put in jail and people are like well women don't ask for miscarriages absolutely true 25% of known pregnancies end in a miscarriage approximately. So that's a lot. That's one in four women. One in four women who know they're pregnant will have a miscarriage and it's nothing that they do. It There's nothing that they can be, that could be done to prevent them. Unfortunately, it just happens sometimes. Um, the thing about that, again, that's also being wrongly interpreted is that basically it's the wording in the bill that is making people say, oh, it could be interpreted as a woman who has a miscarriage could be found guilty of something. Again, basically what the idea of it is, is that police could investigate a woman who has a miscarriage if there's a reason to believe that that wasn't actually a miscarriage and it was them attempting to perform an abortion through a different way. So through ordering these pills that you'll find online or, you know, a back alley or, you know, any other form. So that's what that is. It's not saying if you have an, if you have a miscarriage, you're automatically getting thrown in jail. That's also not what it is. It's that they, they have, if they have reason to believe that like you tried to like perform an abortion on yourself basically, or tried to get it a different way and that's what's happening, then they have, then they're able to investigate. So again, still all horrible things. Um, but that being said, none of it is what's actually being portrayed in a lot of the mainstream media so now with all of those facts out of the way let's talk about it all right (laughs) because it's still insanity to me Mm -hmm. now things obviously you went to public school growing up right Mm -hmm. i went to catholic school so I went to the abstinence only if you have if you have sex you'll burn in hell but also if you get pregnant and you have an abortion then you're a murderer kind of things like I remember in high school in religion classes they brought us into the chapel and these women from a pro-life agency would come and show us videos of abortions it's really messed up like Mm -hmm. to show 13 year olds if you think of it Mm -hmm. so like I've seen all of that side and like being this is why pro-life is like the only way blah 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 you you went to school obviously from a different standpoint was abortion or anything like that ever spoken about in your schools I find that it 
gave you the very generic uh, schools, public schools of a very yeah. generic um, sexual education yeah. at, the, at the time that I was in school. Right, yeah. Um, <laughs> We're dating ourselves, but it things, was a while ago. <laughs> things have changed significantly since then, but it was a lot of like... Um, the only way to prevent uh, pregnancy or STDs is abstinence. Right. But abstinence wasn't the main factor of key. Mm. Um, and it was, a, it was information about STDs, STIs. But it was very basic in the sense of like, more. I find it was always aimed towards males. Like, yeah. this is how a condom is put on. Okay. This is the importance of a condom. I can tell you... Uh, in grave detail about the vast effort and <laughs> all the anatomy yeah. of a penis, but it was only a couple of weeks ago that I showed you a picture of milk ducts. Yeah, that that's never, right. Yeah, I never learned about milk ducts or clit arms yeah. in school, right? <laughs> so I think that I think in public school there's like teach you teach you enough to keep you from asking more, but right? They, but that doesn't work. Because they're still falling short. They're still falling short. I think um, the best way. For sexuality and and children and teens, the best way to go about it is honesty. Uh, honesty first. Uh, like for example, with Araya, mm-hmm. uh, I tell her what her parts are. Yeah, she's a bum. She's a vagina, and then there's yeah. a penis. Yeah, that's step number one. Yeah, so that when she goes to school and they're trying to teach her mm-hmm. about the anatomy, she's not the girl in class laughing when she hears vagina. Yeah, you know, I want her to know that uh like sexuality is a serious part of her life Mm -hmm. and the same way as all kids should know now that there's more to sexuality than just your partner yeah and i think the problem with men making regulations for women's bodies is Mm -hmm. that they're regulating things that a lot of women don't even know about themselves yeah they're regulating parts and putting bills and putting their noses in places where some women have never even seen their vagina. Yeah. (laughs) So that's just what it comes down to, like in regards to information. And then these women are scared and easily misled Mm -hmm. because they're not getting enough information. And I think that I think boys aren't given enough information and neither are women from the get go. Absolutely. And people look at sexuality as such a bad thing. Sexuality is a good thing if it's embraced in a positive manner. Right. There's nothing wrong with having sex and enjoying sex and then being safe and yeah. then getting pregnant and not wanting that baby. Mm-hmm. Having good sex with someone, doing it safely, even if you're not doing it safely. But I know a lot of people who have gotten pregnant on, med- um, on protection. Yeah. But, you know, if you have the... If you consent to have sex with an adult, the same as I'm consenting with you to do the warrior dash or the mud run, yeah. right? Like, you're consenting to do an activity that you want to do. Yep. If I do the warrior dash or the mud run and <laughs> I break my leg, yeah. that's a real shitty outcome. I didn't want that. I'm not yeah. going to sit around with a broken leg. I'm going to put a cast on yeah. it. <laughs> so I think when you are a, a rational mind and you're an adult thinking yep. that if you want to have sex with someone you can that's your body yep if you want to do it raw you don't want to do it raw whatever you want to do that's you and your partner and if you get pregnant and you don't want the baby yep that's your choice exactly you know um i i am sad for the people who they don't have the information now they're growing up without the information and they might be the ones put in the position where they'll need an abortion and they won't be able to get to one. Yes. 
because the question that I have is the one that I keep seeing referred to online is that certain bills will have stipulations that you cannot get an abortion even with incest or uh, with rape. With rape, yeah. Um, some of so I saw there was two out of the four because there's four heartbeat bills that have been recently passed. Two of them have no like extra stip like has that where it's like whether it's this whether it's incest or rape it is irrelevant to the abortion and like you're saying yeah that's that's horrifying like obviously if somebody is raped and then they're forced to carry their rapist child that is like that's a terrible terrible scenario that being said, I also want to point out that regardless, I think anybody being forced to carry a child that they don't want is is abuse and it's horrifying. So this is something I was saying this to someone I was having a conversation with about the ab- abortions the other day is that, you know, Mark and I, we tried for Luna. We wanted Luna. We planned to get pregnant. That being said, there are days, and, and, you know, I had a fairly smooth pregnancy, not really any complications, not really any concerns. It was fairly smooth, but on some days, I still thought, holy crap, am I going to be able to do this? Holy shit, this, this is so hard. This is so tough. I hate being pregnant. I probably said that, like, 50 times, at least. You know, I was like, I am so happy to be able to have a baby, and I'm so happy, you know? But that being said, this is friggin' hell. I can't imagine being forced to do that or, you know, doing that for a baby that I didn't want or that I didn't try for. Like I, I, like I said, I've said it a million times, I wanted Luna, but there were days when I was like, fuck, I don't know if I can do this. So that is why I am, like, before I ever got pregnant or before any anything, I always thought, like, I don't know if I'm pro-choice or pro-life. Like, I am pro-choice for other people, for myself. I don't know. I don't know if I would ever, you know, if I would ever be able to or want to have an abortion until I got pregnant. And then I was like, no, I'm definitely pro. Like, if I was in this in the position where I got pregnant, I wasn't able to care for the baby or whatever, 100%, I would because pregnancy is hard as shit to be to do that for something that you like that you're being forced into no that's insane i agree 100 <laughs> percent. it's just yeah it's um i the way i look at it is uh, when i found out i was pregnant with araya it was six weeks when i found out and that was extremely early like we said yeah um, which is essentially one missed period. Yeah. and But like slightly missed. Slightly missed. Yeah. And she was the size of a poppy, poppy seed. seed. So I had a poppy seed in me making me sick and starting off making me crazy. <laughs> and to think that like she has so much influence on me being sick then. Yeah. And at that point I could have been forced with her. Yeah. And, but logically I could have gotten rid of her. Yeah. At that point mm-hmm. I could, it could have been overwhelming and I could have said no. Yeah. You know, I'm very thankful for her. She's my whole existence, but yeah. for, I've always, I think you need to have a choice. You need to have time for a choice. Like, yeah. There's always been time that if you like the way that I found out I was pregnant 
again, super early, would have been like, all right, you don't get a choice. Yeah. And then just forcing yeah, me. You either, yeah, you either have to choose within the next day if you want yeah. to have a if you want to have a baby or not. Like and there was times I I decided to keep her and there was times up until the cutoff mark yeah. where I went, maybe I should get an abortion. Mm-hmm. Maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I'm so sick because um, I'm sick because it's, this isn't how it's supposed to be. Yeah. Maybe with her father gone, this, is ha- this isn't how it's supposed to be. Like, yeah. Uh, well, maybe all of these signs are indicating that I should have an abortion instead. Mm-hmm. But they were just signs of strength and made me stronger yep. to want her 100 percent. and like i think a big part of it too is people who i don't i try not to like hate or judge pro-lifers too much because from uh i've watched a documentary and i'll give the information for the these after and i've read a book and both of them kind of show both sides like it shows like the pro-choice and pro-life forms and pro-life people literally they just don't have the right education as the same way that like like that you were saying about the sex the sex education pro-life people have a lot of like <laughs> wrong information given to them mm-hmm. so like they you if you drive down hamilton i've seen a couple billboards that are pro-life billboards and it's like a picture of a full like a, i don't know like a one-month-old baby and it says like you don't have like it's something about like don't have an abortion because this but like at six weeks it is not a one-month-old baby it is a poppy seed like you just said or like they'll show you pictures or be like your baby has fingernails okay but like i'm not painting those fingernails whenever it's like eight eight weeks of an embryo like it's not a friggin' person it can't survive the the one that bothers me is a woman holding a big baby yeah the big stomach and it's like both of these are the same. Yeah, because ju- one that size just came out of a stomach that size. <laughs> yeah. If you want to, b- both being the same, yeah, absolutely. But if a woman is that big, yeah. she is not having a f- abortion. Yeah, exactly. It's it's messed. Like it's it's the wrong information, and but that's kind of the way that like it's mm-hmm. presented to them. Yeah, and they think like, okay, well, it has fingernails. Okay, the you're at the size of a grain of salt. Yeah, the fingernails are forming. Yeah. Absolutely. It's it's a it's a cluster of cells that slowly form out. How big do you think those fingernails are? Yeah. Or the heart is. It is microscopically yeah. small. Exactly. It is not established. I like I was reading a lot about a body and not anatomy, tomily, a body tomily. Anatomy? I, thank you. <laughs> I wasn't reading a, the proper shit, obviously. Um <laughs> I'm like, I think it's f***ed up that when someone dies, if they have healthy organs, but they don't want anyone to have them, it is within their rights that nobody takes their organs. And even though one dead person could save up to like eight, ten people, Mm -hmm. okay, but they have their choice. Yeah. Even at death, but a woman does not have her choice in her own pregnancy. Yeah. That's what it's Yeah, that's. All good points. So we kind of want to wrap it up a little bit because we don't want to get too. And this is a very we don't want to get too in depth in a very yeah. heavy topic. Yeah. So we will come back. Probably, yeah. I'm, I want to do actual research, um, 
like I do research, but I want to do like actual consistent research of that. Kind of see what's going on. Yeah, exactly. What other people's perspectives are. Yeah. And I need to do thing. People make me upset when I like pro lifers make Mm -hmm. me upset. Yeah. So I never research anything on them, but I'm going to do like you done and I'm going to look at something from their point of view and we'll come back. Okay. So if you guys want to take a look, there's if you like movies, there's a documentary on Netflix called Reversing Row and it's about the uh about roe v wade obviously and then there's a book it is called a spark of light by my favorite author jody Pico. it's amazing it is uh awesome lots of good information in there and uh check those out Okay, I would like to talk about our, uh, our mantra hash- our of the hashtag. summer. Yes, <laughs> all right. So this is our mantra. So me and Renee were talking and walking the other day. Mm-hmm. As we do. As we do. And I was discussing my issues with men. As yeah. we do. As we do. Um, for six years now, we have been. Yeah. But um, things have... I used to be a lot different, I feel, with dating, whereas now I've, mm-hmm. I'm hopefully more laid back than how crazy I used to be. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> so that led into all my, my thoughts and feelings on like how to perceive dating, mm-hmm. which is when Renee gave me the beautiful idea yeah. of... Get paid, not laid, summer 2019. Hey. <laughs> so basically... Um, Every time I feel that uh, somebody or something was going along okay. Oh, there it goes. <laughs> was the cupcake still in that? No, I oh, ate it, bro. Um, if I feel like I get hurt by anyone, like whether it's like relationships or friends or family, I always want to put all that energy into something productive, which mm-hmm. is a, a healthier outlet than putting it into something negative. Yeah. Um, my thing is lately is when I'm sad, I find a job. <laughs> I have I have four now. <laughs> because, <laughs> because, you know, wasting time on relationships and men and even wasting my time hanging out with men that are only there because I'm accessible does nothing for me. Right. Okay. So I was in a long relationship, a very, very crazy, emotionally straining relationship. Mm -hmm. And now I'm single and I've been single for almost a year now. Hey. Hey. Best year of my life. Best fucking year (laughs) ever. So after hashtag get paid, not laid, I'm going to hashtag get laid (laughs) after a year. And paid maybe. And maybe even paid. No. Um. (laughs) So for like literally almost a year now, I've been single and uh, it's been a very interesting journey Um, Mm -hmm. and I have met men who I've felt my crazy tip a little bit and I have met men who have made me run from their crazy (laughs) a little bit. So it's been a very... Either way, it's fun for me to it's just fun. enjoy the journey. Exactly. You get to enjoy it. And for me, it's like it's all about rediscovering 
the type of woman I am and the type mm-hmm. of partner that I want because I don't I still don't know what I want but I uh, very clearly know what I don't want yeah <laughs> and uh, so I get sad I get my heart hurt you know I get my expectations too high and yeah. to cope I get a job <laughs> so like I said I have four right now and they will work and move with in fruition pretty effectively I think. yeah they work out pretty well so that's why i came to the realization like no more time like seriously no more time wasted on on men on mm-hmm. women on partnerships that and like just in with people who are not helping make me a better person because i can help make people a better person i can be there for people all that i want yeah but i find that people there are certain people that gravitate towards me when they need something when they need their bucket filled their back scratch but then they're quick to run away yeah so that's a waste of my time that's time i could be spending making money i want to (laughs) give yeah i want to give a rye a good life and if I've got to work really hard for the next couple of years, so be it. Yeah. Now until September, I'm going to work as much as I can, save as much as I can, because I have a list as long as my arms of goals that I need. Yeah. So get paid. Not, not laid. laid. Oh, my fifth job is starting. I'm going to sign up for Rover again soon, too. Oh, well, good luck, because I have been signed up for Rover now for a couple months, and the uh, market is very saturated this year. There's uh, so true. many walkers. I think last year when you got onto Rover, it was so new that there was, like there was not many. There was like 10 people last year. And now everywhere you look, it's like, sign up for Rover. Mm. I'm like... So it's pretty saturated. I have gotten one request and it was like, hey, can you come walk my dog in 15 minutes? And mm-hmm. I was like, no. <laughs> I, had, I had the offer to watch a dog in a doggy daycare. And I was like, no, I can't do that. Yeah. So that'll be job number five. In yeah. case anybody's counting, jobs including are makeup merchandising, mm-hmm. book merchandising, mm-hmm. uh, beer sampling. Yeah. And then beer and concession at the Ticat Stadium. Which I will be joining you for yes. very shortly. So speaking of get paid, not laid, <laughs> Renee and I are working the opener for yeah. the Ticat Stadium. It's pretty exciting. Which I am f***ing thrilled about. Yeah, so it was, I was not originally... This was not originally part of my plan. No, but I was sad and I went to the temp agency. Yeah. And then when I went and got paid from the temp agency, I brought Renee. Yeah. And the woman behind the counter said, are you over 18? Do you have your smart servant? Do you want to hang out with Thai cats? And I was like, which for those who don't know is professional football players. And I said, oh, hell yeah. Oh, oh my God. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I said all the yes. Yeah. So that is a thing. Also, I am. So I went to this temp agency. Like I said, I want more flexible work. And the temp agency that I signed up for, they're freaking awesome. Yeah. Um, so I worked one shift and I made some tips. I made a decent a bit of money. I got free food. Mm-hmm. I got to watch a soccer game and it wasn't hard work. Um, and I learned a new skill. I learned how to pour draft beer efficiently. Um, now, which works for your beer sampling? Which works for my <laughs> beer sampling. So everything just ties into one another. The thing that I'm excited about is a home opener. Mm-hmm. Hamilton is like, they are, uh, the, the Thai cats are Hamilton's wet dream. Yeah, like, literally. 
uh, like people rock their clothes or merch, their kids, yeah. their dogs. People are consistent Tie Cat fans. Yeah. And the stadium holds at max 30,000 people. Mm-hmm. Now, this job, yeah, it's a minimum wage job, but you also get a tip out. Yeah. And that many people drinking, that mm-hmm. revved up. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a good start of it's our get paid. Get paid, not laid. Sorry, Mark. <laughs> See, nothing makes me happier than money and yeah. <laughs> i had an ex-boyfriend shout out john <laughs> hey john hey john uh who used to say to me my only competition is money that's the only thing you love more to me and i was like yeah you're right <laughs> yeah. i love money more than i could possibly ever love a human Araya doesn't count obviously <laughs> sorry Araya. sorry Araya. you're a close second Araya. <laughs> but no like i i love money and obviously everybody has an asphyxiation with money. Yeah. But I want to just, I think I just want to prove to Araya that no matter what, mm-hmm. you know, we made it work. Yeah. And I also like proving people wrong too. Yes. To tell me that they can't find a job, they can't get a job. Yeah. They only have so many hours. <laughs> funny. Well, here, I have 17. Take one. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm actually not going to make it into this job today. Go fill in for me. <laughs> yeah. I had someone say to me today, I have no ability to find a job because I only have this time and this time that I'm free. And I'm like, I, I work all my jobs in that time. Yeah. If you want something, you will get it manifestation manifest the job so and i'm still not done i still go on indeed every single night mm-hmm. and i apply for places you every never day. know when you're gonna find something that just works for you right yeah. so like i everything that i have found are all jobs that were made for me so yep. and i search for them and i found them so if you're not finding it you're not getting where you want it's because you're not looking hard enough boom for it and on that note I'm going to go count my money. All right. (laughs) Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Hey Neighbor. We hope you enjoyed listening to it as much as we did making it. We encourage you to keep the conversation going on our social media platforms on Twitter at Podcast Neighbor and Instagram at Hey Neighbor. Also, make sure you follow us on Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts to ensure you get notified of a new episode. Thanks for listening once again, and we'll see you all next week.